Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 478 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Tafire, otherwise known as Colin Ford, the uh, Chief Archivist of uh, Lave Station, and joining me in the orange sidewinder bar for this episode, we have our uh, Head of Health and Safety, Commander Ed Levice, otherwise known as Ben Moss Woodward. Are you still eating your tea, Colin? Uh... I'm multitasking. Okay, well, just make sure you swallow fast, all right? That's what she said. They do. Uh, that was also I our... I st- That's also oh, what she oh. said. For God's sake. Uh, that is our staff liaison <laughs> officer, with the, who, who I think we're going to have to start awarding her chief innuendo officer at this rate. <laughs> I'll take it, I'll take it. That's what <laughs> she said. <laughs> That's Commander Psychic, otherwise known as Claire. Hello. And finally, we have our SRV community and batch fact collator, otherwise known as Scab, uh, Commander <laughs> Alec Turner. I'll never keep... let it go. I'll never can let I... it go. Good evening, I... all. Can I what? just point out who, who wrote fact collator in um, in our show notes? Because that spelling is incredible. <laughs> oh, that would have been me. <laughs> incredible, Colin. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought he, Colin said "fat collector" at first. I was like, <laughs> fat and scab, two insults just in the intro. That's harsh. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you wish to uh, join us live, we're hanging out in game. Are we, Ben? I am in game. I'm currently in Muang, trying to get myself some long range, um, low intensity, or something like that. Uh, beam lasers. Oh, right. So Good more vents. Yeah, vents. that's the ones. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so there, if um, you, you can... yeah, so yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I am, and uh, I'm, I'm think, and then I found out I don't have half the materials anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you can go enjoy Ben. If you can't get to us in game, you can also join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com/live. Click on the live chat, 
or you can go straight to twitch.tv slash live radio or on YouTube. So, yeah, let's have a quick um, run around the crew and uh, see how they've been. But first, I think it must be mentioned that um, we're 11. Hey, happy birthday to Leif. Happy birthday to Leif. Oh, no, that's um, DMCA. No, no. No, you can't use happy birthday. That's why everyone sing, sings so he's a jolly good fellow in movies. Ah, uh, and so I, say I, all of us. Exactly. I could have sworn that was that had actually fallen out, so I could be wrong. Either, no, either way, let's not risk it. Eh? Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that particular song had, had they'd actually discovered that they'd ripped it off another one, and that yeah. one was public domain. I know for a long time it was thought, no, you can't. But then they're like, actually, maybe you can. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I err on the side of caution. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah, we uh, we put a couple of uh, posts out saying, by the way, did you know that it, it's um, <laughs> Lave Radio's 11th birthday today? I, my favourite thing about Lave being 11 is the fact that we're older than the, than Elite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just, we're I older, just we're older than massively. Yes, we got a um, we got a mention on massively op because when I dropped their tech tip to say, by the way, Elite Update eighteen is released today, I'd put a little bracket in the bottom saying, "P.S. Live Radio is also eleven years old." So are you basically telling massively how to do their job these days, Colin? Uh, when it comes to Elite, I drop them hints; they run with it. <laughs> what can what can I say? So yeah, we we had. Um, I'd just like to say thanks to everybody who's wished as well on the forums and in Reddit. Uh, that was that was quite nice. We sort it of a, um, a bit of, a bit of the feels. Um, got a mention from Sarah Jane Avery. Yeah, Mr. Dominion, Dominion, Dominion popped in and yeah. said hi. Live Radio. We're now eleven years old. I don't know what that legally entitles us to do. But then again, we swear so much anyway, it doesn't matter. Right, oh, yes. so just quickly go to Psykit, because I know Psykit, you've been, you've been I'm judging so tired. people. I'm so like, No, no, I don't have the qualifications for it, nor to do that. Silently, I judge everyone all the time, ever. It's like a permanent thing in my brain. Um, um, yeah, I, I like, done a, a, a brand new thing. I was so terrified about it as well, like, incredibly terrified about just being in a being in a in an environment that is in incredibly weird and scary to me um like not not knowing anybody and being isolated and being on my own and social anxiety being the way that it is um all of that all of that good stuff but um yeah it, i i started joy duty on monday and i've never done it before and i was terrified and i don't want to say it's been fun because that's not fair because it's it's a lot but it's been really interesting thus far i'm knackered but it's been really interesting thus far and i'm not going to want to do it again for a very long time um um i haven't been able to get into game to play um to play elite since the update dropped i've watched other people do it i'm hoping i'm hoping so much that um i they may the the case that i'm currently on is supposed to finish on thursday so i'm hoping i can hop in on friday i've got everything crossed to be able to do a bit because i i i've really missed um the streaming sphere and all of that and i know it's only been two days um but i feel like i've been like physically um wrenched away from it through no fault of my own and through um uh, obligation 
Um, but um, yeah, it's been really good. And obviously, when I when I get home, it, I want to. I, I have to dip into into Mass Effect because I'm doing another run of Mass Effect after I finished Mass Effect. I've decided to jump straight back in, but I'm following a guide this time. Um, oh. Not not quite so much with everything, not like um, stipulating one by one, but just like recommendations of exclusive dialogue that you get by taking certain people on missions, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm still I'm still playing it. I'm still looking at this guide and going, absolutely the fuck not. I'm taking Gareth <laughs> on certain occasions, but um, it's it's been it's been fun. Um, I, um, I I slept with Liara. I hope she's going to be all right when I break her heart um, and, not, and not be too mad at me. Um, but um, I'm I've been dipping in and out. I've just um, recruited everyone. I finally got to the end of recruiting everybody in Mass Effect 2 so I can start on their loyalty missions now, which is one of my favourite bits. Like all of the loyalty missions are like some of my favourite bits in the whole game. I think I think Mass Effect 2 on its own is a complete master a masterpiece. So mm-hmm. um uh, ju- just that game alone is um phenomenal. Um and for it to be sandwiched in between two exceptional games as well. But um I- I'm taking my time with Mass Effect 2 because it is beautiful and um yeah, and it's be- it's nice to sort of um lose myself in a story rather than lose myself just in an open world game where I'm having to work out the, or, or find out what the whole sitch is with um, the new uh, Titan things. And it's all a bit phallic, isn't it? Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my week, I think. Okay, excellent. Um, yeah, I've got a bit of Mass Effect stuff myself to talk about. Um, right, we'll move on to uh, Ben. What have you been up to this week? Uh, so, gaming-wise, um, most of it's probably been spent. Actually, I was uh, revisiting GTA. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was. Okay, you guys all know my feelings about engineering. Yeah, we'll and we'll leave that there. Yep. Um, and I was like, you know, trying to think about things, and I was doing some other stuff, and I was, um, and then I was like, you know what? I fancy. I was like, I, I, I kind of fancied some kind of FPS, but I wasn't wanting Mass Effect. And then I was thinking, what do I want to play? And I was like, you know what? I want to actually go off and restart GTA. So yeah, I, I went off and I, I did that, and I'm having a blast. Um, in the other space game, I was invited into on a on a group thing where basically we went off and to take over. That game's equivalent of the like the federal. Oh, what's the fe- the like the federal capital ship thing? Well, the Farragut. Yeah. Um, so we got invited to take over uh, Star Citizen's equivalent of a Farragut. If you could EVA over to it, board it, fight your way through the NPCs, and then hold on to the damn thing. Um, but our server turned out to be a really nice server where it was like right. We're all actually going to work together, and instead of it turning into a massive PvP fest, everybody worked together, took out all the NPCs, and then just left each other be while we all explored this capital ship going, oh my god, it's so big, and oh my god, the guns are so... The guns are as big as half our spaceships, like the turrets on it. Nice. You know, know, imagine getting into, like, the turrets on a Star Destroyer kind of thing. You know, that's kind of what it felt like. Um... 
that that was fun for a couple of hours. Um, Tom, the thing I've been doing was um, I watched some X-Men, sort of kind of preparing, I guess, Deadpool, sort of, and also because I've not seen it for so long. And on Sunday, I got the most worrying message ever telling me it was my school's 30th reunion. Oh, yeah. No, just no. I know. And you're basically ar- trying to arrange a like a, a lunch for as many of us as possible, inviting the old headmaster, the the current headmaster, and things like that. And it happens to be the day, sorry, the day before my wife's birthday, and I was like, I'm really sorry, I probably can't make it unless I can swing things with the missus. Um, and that that led into a whole load of other conversations, which I probably can't mention on air. Um, <laughs> but you know, we've also we've we've wound up joining like a WhatsApp group, and I'm feeling almost like my sons in their WhatsApp groups with all their school year, except this is like thirty years after, and it's it's lovely for seeing all these messages from people who I've not thought about for thirty years, frankly. And it is lovely just sort of seeing all these names and faces and who's got hair, who hasn't, and things like that. Who's got hair and who hasn't? Are you, oh, God, is yeah. It, is it like a... Um, have you got like a tally score sheet? Oh, as to there, who, there, who, there was who one of the guys... We have him, but there was one of the guys who, you know, I obviously knew him when he was like 15, 16, and now his, his head's like a bowling ball. And I was like, I just like... You know, I recognise the face structure, but oh, my God! Um... And it's just weird seeing how people change. It's, it's really, it's lovely, but it's weird. And it's very surreal. Yeah. I remember going, you remember Friends Reunited? I remember when Friends Reunited was first turned out to be a big thing and ended up going to reunion. And I sort of mm-hmm. regretted it, really, because you have all these very fond memories. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I enjoyed yeah. school and I had fond memories of my school days. And um, I don't know, some of the people I thought I liked, turns out I didn't like as much as I thought. And <laughs> I don't know. It was just a bit weird. It did, didn't. It sort of spoiled some good memories. It was nice to meet a few people, but on the whole, I sort of well, regretted going. Really, without wanting to sound nasty and petty and blah blah, you know, I wasn't. You know, here's the prize: a nerd wasn't fr- friends with a lot of people at school. What a yeah. surprise, eh? Um, and there was a large part of me was like, you know, kind of taking an attitude of, well, I didn't like you at school, so why do I want to do this now? But actually, just seeing people talking is it is giving me warm and fuzzies and things, Aww. and I'm happy that I'm not going as well. Probably <laughs> that was the phrase I was after hoping you were saying the warm and fuzzies, but never mind. What? Yeah, when we're oh. on a live oh, radio, right? Okay, okay, okay. That's uh, what you normally use. Uh, oh, okay. anyway. Okay, then we'll move on to scab. <laughs> never gonna let it go, are they? <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't fixed the bug, so hey, you know, <laughs> you can neither blame me nor thank me for that. Um, what have I been doing? I went to, I don't know, I went to a garden centre for Elevenses. Um, I went quite a long way to a garden centre for Elevenses, but quite quite snobby about which ones you go to these days, having been to lots. And their blooming cafes closed for six weeks for renovation, so it was disaster. Oh, um wow. Had a big family lunch on Sunday. Uh, had my wife's family over. A nice big Sunday lunch. So that was great. Um, 
in game i i dipped into the i don't think i said this on last week's show dipped into the the last uh, elite dangerous adventure the echo of the thetis 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 which was great this is a baby what Fetus is an, an embryo. No, fetus. <laughs> fetus. As in the generation ship, fetus. Ah. I do love these adventures. Not only... They're, they're really cool. Not only are there, are there bits on their website, like little sliding block puzzles. I don't know, this one had some sliding block puzzles. I really enjoyed interacting with on the website itself. Um, as sort of fun ways of decoding stuff, and but also they, I, I, what I love about all of these adventures is how they, um, they make you re. There's so many little logs in the game, you know, not just the big story beats that we all know, like the Inara bases and things, but there's just hundreds of little, almost inconsequential little logs, and I love how some of their stories, their adventures, kind of tie some together. Um, not always following the law, sometimes speculative law about may- maybe this, you know, wouldn't it be fun if this story in this log had something to do with the story in this log? And um, But they're great. I really enjoy it. So, yeah, I've completed that one. And I'll mention them again in um, Community Corner. And then we also had our, um, the, the big Elite Races event on Saturday night, the second in their Winter Olympics event, which was SRV racing. And it was, yeah, it was fucking fantastic. Um, we had a, a decent turnout. I think there was about 10 people at one point, which when you're talking about SRVs running and racing around quite a narrow little road circuit is um, almost a sweet spot. It was beautiful and it was really good fun. Um, we had about a good three hours and it was really nicely organized into loads of different heats and then finals. And then we had a fantastic tag team event where the fastest was paired with the slowest and the second fastest with the second slowest and so on. And it was um, yeah, it's a great. I, I'll touch on it more in community corner because there was another one coming up. Um, but really good fun. And then this morning I was um, Titan diving again, and again we'll probably come on to that in a minute. That's my Ex- week. Excellent. Um, well, that just leaves me. While well, I've done a lot of on foot missions using the Eagle, finally got the Gunslinger rank, so you can now call me the Riviera Kid. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, watch Red Wolf. Um, Managed to get back to level three with Arissa and Powerplay, so uh, double thumbs up there. Uh, and in other games, well, I completed Mass Effect 1 as a soldier. That's the first time I've ever played as a soldier in Mass Effect, and it's a completely different experience. And I loved it. It did mean that I ended up with Tally and uh, Liara all the way through, which, you know... Hot. You um, saying that like it's a bad thing? Hot. Oh, it's not. It is not. Hot. It is not. Those are my girls now, and no, you're not taking them away from me. <laughs> these, are my, these are my girlfriends, and I want my girlfriends to be girlfriends. <laughs> that sounds like me in The Sims. <laughs> yeah, the one thing was, this is the first time I played through it with a new graphics card, so I was able to play through it in full 4K. And yeah, the glow-up from the previous, from the original is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've, like Psychic, I've just started Mass Effect 2 now using this character and uh yeah it's um yeah vast improvement over what i remember from even the previous playthrough so i was quite uh quite taken with that uh and then finally i did a bit of update 18 this morning billy alec but uh i never got to the i've got my ship armed and ready i just haven't gone yet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, you see what I did is I did a little bit of practice so um, 
Monday morning, I thought I better just go back to the Titan to see if I can remember how to do it. And it mm. turns out I couldn't <laughs> remember how to do it. And so I was just, yeah, I needed a bit of practice to remind myself how the hell to manage all the different modules and things. Yeah, I've got the same thing because this is going to be the first time I'm doing this with the new X56. So um, my oh, muscle God, memory's yeah. all over the place and I can't remember which button does what outside the standard one. So, you know, for activating the... Um, uh, the jammers and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'll probably die a couple of times before I even get close. But actually, the funniest thing when I did it, and and like pros would have pissed themselves laughing if I'd been streaming, was I forgot that the um, the caustic sink, which I obviously have fitted to you know to deal with the maelstrom itself, I forgot that it just deals with all caustic. Mm. So, so when I was at the Titan. And um, I got attacked by a scout or something and ended up with caustic damage. I, I panicked and I started running and trying to overheat my ship and boiling myself to 250 degrees and things like that. And, um, yeah, I got down to 5% hull before I realized that my caustic sink was just happily dealing with it. <laughs> the problem I've got is I've, I've just got enough caustic sinks to get in and get out. If I am stuck, if I'm if I'm attacked halfway through what I'm doing, I'm, I'm done. So. Yes. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I guess we'll move on to the development news. Well, what have the devs said this week? Not much, really. It's been quite weak, oh, really? it's been quite weak. Yeah, well, okay. But <laughs> enough of that mucking about. Update 18 arrived on Monday. Um, it took me absolutely ages to download this one. <laughs> it was a massive 30 gig. And, um, Thick, yeah. Wasn't it? It it was it was huge. Ironically, it didn't do much to the actual size of the installation, though. No, no, stories vary, but I, mine added three hundred megs to my install. Yeah, it, it, but what I'll tell you one thing: it has done. I noticed I've noticed a noticeable update to the my frames per second on the Odyssey stuff. Maybe yes, it won't I, crash OBS for me anymore. I have Ooh. heard this from several sources that um, there's. Some, maybe some snuck in some performance improvements. Yeah. Um, they, well, they said that they were no longer going to be putting uh, performance improvements in. Yeah. Uh, in the show notes, rather. If you make a good yeah, one, it seems worth shouting about, doesn't it? But anyway, never mind. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that seems to be uh, that. Um, it's It's been working fine. There has been one issue, which we'll probably touch on later. Um, so instead of having everybody go through the entire notes, uh, we'll just let, we'll just let the crew choose one or two highlights. So, um, Alec, you're yeah, quite enthusiastic been, about this one. Which which I've one? Been, do I've you been very highlight? good. I marked my highlights. I, I'll I'll go with two. I had marked three, but I'll go with two. Um, my favourite highlight was introduced gravity well cockpit message to replace slowdown when travelling at excessive speed near celestial bodies. Wow. I mean. I fell off my chair when I read that. It was, uh, for those that know, <laughs> that's been a thing that has baffled people for 10 years. And the idea that a developer just should just suddenly, after 10 years of people going, what the hell is this slowdown thing? Just suddenly decide to fix it? <sighs> wow, extraordinary. Um, you know, the, the, the thing with the slowdown, I had my theory on slowdown. So some people, actually most people consider it's, a bug or a fault and 
some people say the space shouldn't be there and that it's um, not a not an instruction but a, like a warning saying you're you're encountering a slow down effect um rather than it telling you to slow down slow down yeah yeah my sort of theory is that it, it it sort of assumes that the thing you're near that has a gravity well is potentially the thing you're trying to approach and on that assumption is sort of saying, you know, it was, a, it was a very early thing in the game that's been there forever. And it's just saying, slow down, because if you want to stop here, you're going to shoot straight past it if you... Yeah. And I, I think it was just a sort of poorly conceived, slightly weak message. And then... Kind of particularly it, offensive. Anyway, <laughs> people have um, people have got used to it being a, a sort of less of an instruction and a warning. And so they've just changed it accordingly. So that's one. I've, I mean... It's not a biggie, it's just a bit of text, but somehow it's delighted me greatly. Um, let's see. My second one was... Oh, yeah, this is just a lovely little... I'm going to say it, quality of life fix. Um, that the what, what's happened the galaxy, to you, Alec? I know. The, <laughs> the galaxy map will now be correctly recalculated after reloading the game. I mean, it wasn't... It was easy to work around. You'd... If yeah. you were on a route and you quit, you, you you just open the galaxy map and then close it again. But um, I, I'm interpreting this. I haven't actually tested it, but I'm interpreting this that you don't even need to do that now. Yes. Excellent. Good. Good job, cool. Frontier. Yeah. Um, ben, what about yourself? If you've had a chance to look. I've given them, I mean, I have looked and nothing particularly grabbed me. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of nice little things like the no longer being um, assigned murder murder crimes for dealing non-hostile damage to people. Yeah, but that oh, kind good. of... Yeah, I was going to say, that kind of made me think... You know, I was like, Claire probably cares about that more than I do. Um, but what I actually appreciated more in many respects was Paul's little comments. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and for example, with that one, he's like, time travel justice is just too much work. And he's not wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, very... I wish he'd... You know how when you know when Sally went off and made her things orange. Yes. Yeah, I wish Paul would make his his little asides orange, just no, so we it, know what to look for. It, it just yeah. allows yeah. me to, you know, it forces you to read through the entire yeah, book. That, well, that is true. So I mean, I, I enjoyed Paul's little asides, and a bunch of the things I was like, okay, that's nice, that's nice, that's nice, but nothing that kind of grabbed me and shook me around. In terms of my day-to-day -day gameplay. Fair enough. Um, Psychic, have you had a chance to look through? I've had a look through them. I'm kind of the same, I'm honestly the same as um, Ben, really. I enjoy seeing grammatical errors mentioned, always. <laughs> um, always like, it's, an in, it's enjoy. I enjoy seeing it. I can't use grammatical correctness at the moment because I'm so asleep. Um why use words uh words are things um what was the thing uh, there was something about thargoids being drunk somewhere it was another and um, paul comment i like paul oh, paul paul's we, a good like egg i like him yeah. it's it, the thargoids have had their um... alcohol levels adjusted and uh, we're now consistently exit from spires without jittering or rubber banding oh no this is a different one then thargoids have had their um optics adjusted so that they don't see you at far distances uh, yeah there we go <laughs> yeah, oh that really was good. useful um, I mean, personally, my f the ones outside the main stuff, of course, is the fact that the, the that one bug which has been really annoying me in power play has now been resolved. So that means that well, that's a good one. Yeah, the system authority and power play agents just used to attack you, even if you're innocent. It, it was a bug where 
and they would just attack you straight away and they would stop attacking you once they'd done the scan and then they'd worked out that they were you on your side but by then it might be too late depending on the ship that you're in <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm glad that one's out the way people have been complaining about that since update 17 so uh, yeah, that's that's my highlight, and the fact that also they've sorted out um, disappearing shadows in VR. That's 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 useful because I, I must have. That. Yeah, because the other the other day I was in the headset and I I could I didn't it it's I don't know whether it's my age or whether probably it's a problem, with the, problem with the game. I didn't know whether my eyes were failing or whether or not <laughs> it was the, it was the hardware. Thankfully, it's the hardware. So. Yes. Are you 100% certain on that, Colin? I mean, there's always cause of doubt. Thank you. I know it's You're my welcome. birthday. I know it's my birthday next week, but geez, nope. Uh, right. Another year round the sun. Oh, dear. I had one question on patch notes before we move on. There was one I, I just wanted to ask chat and all the crew about, actually. Caustic sinks will now drain existing caustic one at a time. I thought they already did. Yeah, I thought they did as well. I don't remember ever seeing, like, if you're carrying multiple caustic sink launchers, I don't remember ever seeing them all drain simultaneously. So that one sounds, sounds like something for you to science when you dive in. Well, I mean, if I science it now and it does drain one at a time, I can't prove that it didn't used to, if you sort of mean. Oh, anyway. you mean if you've got two separate caustic launchers in Yeah, the... I used to have a couple. Oh, right. And. I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to have to manage this jolly carefully. and and But I didn't. It just drained one, and then one would fill up, and then you'd eject that one. And while you were ejecting that one, the other one would start filling up. It all. Oh, no, all I know. I know, I know what the, this meant is, is if you had got um, two separate ones, I remember having to disable one because it would drain both at the same time. Really? Yeah. Really? I, didn't have that. I, yeah, I never I had, that. had that problem. Oh, interesting. Oh, just okay. guess I'm unlucky then because can I ask yeah. another question actually about this. Go on. Do we do, can we get or do we even need multi sinks or something like that that deal with both your heat and your caustic? What do you I mean? Do you, you can't buy you can't buy a, a a a single heat um a single sink launcher which has both. Course, like, do you mean like the uh, multi collector adapter? Yeah, multi -collector. I, was thinking like, I, I yeah, know no, you, you can't. can't you can't. You know, and we don't really need it, don't we? Nah, be OP as fuck, mate. Well, we're kind of going need... down that route anyway. Nah, you don't need it, honestly. Um, because you can just burn off the caustic damage and then just use mm -hmm. a heat sink instead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just something I, I was thinking about. You know, especially when dealing with the Titans, you're trying to get rid of caustic damage. You're also trying to get yourself as cool as possible. It would be nice if you had an enhanced caustic and I think that, tool or something. That's sort I of like the, that. I hear you. I quite like that. It, it's a great idea, but it's kind of also that's the um, you're you're then deciding on what sacrifice to make. Does that make sense? It, that that's your um, your ch the choices. Maybe I mm. don't know for 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 the optimal no, performance. Um, I feel I feel like just yeah. I've got like. I, I tend to have enough space to put one heatsink on and then a couple of um a couple of caustic launches, so it doesn't mm. really. I feel like we have plenty of utility ports on most ships to be able to accommodate both. I, I and then where wondered. we when we don't, I'll burn off the caustic instead. Like on a Mark II or something, I'll just burn off the caustic because it's easier. Yeah, 
I always find they were quite tight for cosmetics, but then I usually want like I want this scanner, I want that scanner, I want to be able to uh, check people for the bounties, I want to do the, you know, I want to, I want to do all the things. Yeah, I have I've, to I've say got... nothing has nothing has quite <laughs> tested like that 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 sort of balance of loadout, like trying to get to the um, milestone, particularly if you're doing it in something. Well, I'm doing it in a chieftain, so and yeah, it, it's a real juggle between power and modules and. I quite like it. I like I that like as well. I think it it gives it a, a, a cool dynamic. It, um, I know, yeah. I know. I've been, um, I've been chatting with people who have been doing the Titan, like some of the new Titan stuff already, and talking about what is, what's the most, the like the optimum builds and things like that. Trying to come up with a meta build at the moment, and there's always a sacrifice somewhere, mm. and I really like that. I really like that. That's the thing. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I had to. Uh, I mean, uh, when I first went in with my Imperial Cutter, um, uh, no Clipper, uh, the 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 thing was I didn't have enough in the um, in the module slots for uh, for the caustic sinks. Um, but then once the engineer came, uh, once I found out I could engineer them and got that that one extra um, sink, that was enough just to get in and get out. Mm. Uh, and, so, you, you, so you can engineer your what your caustic sinks or your heat sinks. Or something. Yes, you can. You can. You can engineer both your caustic sinks and your heat sinks, so that they they will take an, uh, an extra uh, unit, an extra charge, an extra charge, and uh, yeah, that makes all the difference. Mm. Uh, it means that I was able to get in with this imperial ship instead of having to go in with the crate mark too. So yeah, just. I like looking pretty when I get blown up by an alien. <laughs> well, I, I have to admit, I'm I'm currently running around in a clipper. They're medium. They are medium pads, aren't they? Clippers. No, no, they're large. Large. They're large. Damn. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was. Why is the clipper large? It's silly. It should be medium. It's height. And it's too tall, is it? Yeah. And too wide. <laughs> yeah. The wing. The wings look lovely, but um, yeah. There's a... Yeah. Uh, maybe I and... should. Maybe I should just go for a chieftain instead. Then I don't know. I know what I'm wanting to do. I'm just thinking. Yeah, I must admit, after flying around in the souped-up little ships, moving mm. back to the bigger ships, and and they're going, this is like flying in mud. I do love the chieftain, but I just I'm not sure it'll have the dwell time if I ever get round to engineering myself up to go into a chief, into the Titan. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, moving on from update 18, um, Frontier Unlocked will be happening the, um, in a couple of... Oh, it's actually tomorrow. Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow at 6pm. Uh, they say they do have Elite Dangerous News. They gave so, a little bit more information about that on oh, um, a social post. Um, hold, hold Join us live on Wednesday the 28th of February for a brand new episode of Frontier Unlocked. We will be going over the newly released update 18 and more details on the Python Mark II. How exciting. Oh, very much that so. Might mean, that might mean that it's imminent then, mate, potentially. I, was, I You know, I hope so, because I, I think they've got a, a nice bit of momentum happening right now. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if they could keep that momentum up. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just wondering, actually, have they, have they been building the Python Mark II Deliberately as a Titan exploiter, you know. We want to, you know. It's a bit like you know when we got the Type Ten, and they were like aiming the Type Ten as a Thargoid destroyer. What actually? Actually, that's what they were meant to be doing. Yeah, I know, and they're absolutely rubbish. The Gregan Scouts, yeah, 
I, I know they're not good at that job, but that's what they were originally sold as. No, they're absolutely excellent at wiping out scouts. You could you can take out uh, absolute swarms of scouts without breaking a sweat in a T10. Um, it's when it has to deal with anything above a cyclops. You can handle a cyclops. That means it having to move around and like have a turning circle, <laughs> being able to fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll yeah. tell you where it, if where it did came in good. The T10 is if you had a multi crew, if you had. Um, uh, the it set up as turrets and people were shooting at the Thargoids in the turrets. It was great. The only problem was is when you're in turrets, you can't sub-target hearts. Yes. And that kind of completely made its unique selling point useless. <laughs> but I will say, if you want to have that feeling of you're flying through swarms of tar- TIE fighters, get in the turret of a T-10 <laughs> uh, and just take on as many as you like because it's fantastic fun. Anyway, yes, sorry. Uh, but yeah, the, we were looking at the, the Python Mark II, which I must admit, I look at that ship every time and I'm there thinking, oh. yeah, I think that's the MiG 31 Firefox, to be honest. Mm. I mean, she actually got me thinking, maybe I want to fly a Python. But then I think the Python Mark One or the current Python would be, would that be too slow to take into a, into a Titan? Um, no. I don't know. I know that the, the, the original Python Mark One was nerfed to hell. Because when it came out, it was so overpowered, it would just wipe mm. everything off the map, including the Anaconda. And they sort of went, oh, actually, the Anaconda is supposed to be able to handle a Python quite yeah. easily. But yeah. Python um, Mark yeah. 1 is still the ship I kind of. Um, although I confess I haven't actually flown it for a while. So it'll be interesting to see whether the. I'm definitely. I don't. I'm not massively into sort of shipbuilding. Um, I tend to sort of do good enough and then just head off in it. But I think I think when the Python Mark II comes out, it, I might really sit down and build it properly, you know, and engineer it to the nth degree and, and see if I can get a really good one. I mean, I, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, I use a Python Mark One for all my power play stuff. Yeah. Except right. when I'm going, uh, when I'm going actually attacking another power, then I'm in my Imperial Imperial Courier. Do we but think? For, do we Go think on. they're going to rename the Python? We've gone right off topic, haven't we? We think they're going to rename the Py- the original Python to the Python Mark One now, or is it just going to be the Python and the Python Mark Two? These are I the think... questions that we need answered, Frontier. <laughs> I, I think it's only fair to call it the Mark One. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think Mark One. Because I, don't I know got... what will happen, but I'd call it Mark One. Uh, this thing, it it does look like it's. I don't know. It, it looks too sleek to do the same job. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Will it still be medium pads? That's the question. Probably. Yes. I don't think it's going to be that different. Well, actually, when you look at the size of the cockpit, the cockpit is exactly the same size as the Python Mark 1. So right. if, it's, if you go on the size of the cockpit, yeah, that, that looks like a same size. To me, it looks to me like it's a Python Mark 1 that's been slimmed down a bit, made the engines ten times more sexy, made it look a little bit more evil, and as it, does it have bigger guns? I'm not sure. No do idea. The guns, do the guns just look more in your face? Oh yeah, we we don't know. We haven't yeah, got we any. We don't have any. We don't, we've had I no look, specs for it. Yeah, like, it's not looking, even had the size of the it. ship or anything like that. No. Well, we can, the, we can guesstimate the size of the ship from the. Cockpit. I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna assume it's medium, but we didn't. We didn't have anything. Yeah. I, D, DJ Wiley's saying in chat um, that he thinks they said it was um, large, but I don't think. I don't know. I don't think that we've had anything. I'm just looking at the press release that we got. Um, 
uh, because I do have that really close. Um, yeah, no, it literally just says um, we had four new ships and one of the ship, well, four new ships coming. One of the new ship um, variants is the Python Mark II. Either way, it looks epic and looks evil and looks sinister and looks, oh! Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll I, find I, out I, more I, tomorrow. I, I, I want was, well, they've promised it, so what can only hope? <laughs> <laughs> right, I hope so. So yeah. at least we've got plenty to talk about to- next week. <laughs> yeah. Why is it they do, these, they do these things? I mean, it, it's, a, it's, it's it, a Wednesday. We, we're just going to have to live with it now. Frontier Unlocked is the last Wednesday of the month. We're just going to have to deal with it. Frankly, Norman, it's better than a Thursday for me, because li- at least on Thursdays I'm on a bus. Potentially... Potentially, if we have no news on that Tuesday before the Wednesday, we can take a week off and it's fine. <laughs> Very true. Right. Well, we'll move on from all this excited new ship talk to the community news. And I think it's time to hand over to the community corner. Community corner. Corona. Community corner. Oh, it's wow. True. Hang on a it's second. Game mate, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or is Ben's ears completely and utterly gone? Because he's, he's called it fetus already. You know, it's a coroner. He needs a, if he you needs say a, fetus and you syringe. say coroner, then that's on you. He, no, he needs a good syringe, does our Ben? <laughs> Where? <laughs> <his ears. laughs> no, I'm going to leave that open to interpretation, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Alec, would, would you like right. to... Yeah, first up, Community Corner. I think we might have covered this, but I did see um, Ascorbius was having a second round of promotion on his Elite Dangerous, the collision event video. Um, I think it's been a few months now. I think we might have called it out, but anyway. Um, do, do go and watch it. He put an enormous amount of work into these videos, <laughs> um, and um, they really aren't getting quite the attention they deserve. Um, next up is... oh. Um, Conveniently, I have one of these every week now. It's Tituri's Elite Time. And this week he is looking at getting yourself a Guardian FSD booster, which is a fantastic thing to go and get yourself. So it's a little six-minute guide to everything you need to know to go and get a Guardian FSD booster without grinding. Although there is, um, don't tell anyone, there is a quick relog that he sneaks in the middle there, but he also berates himself for doing it. So there you go. Um, oh, and interestingly, in the there's a pinned comment on this Guardian FSD booster video um, asking for suggestions of what people would like to see him cover next. Um, I suggest you get in on that because actually these guides are great. And if there's one little thing that you always thought a good tutorial video um, could be made on, then let him know. Um, next one is uh, finally, um, I've been waiting for this. It's something we haven't seen. I, I shouted out months ago, actually, but... Um, Commander Meek has been making this series of videos called uh, Journey to Seoul, and I think he started out way out at Beagle Point or something, and has been making some really nice 4K um, Elite Dangerous cinematics of um, flying back towards Seoul. And this is, I assume, the final part. It's called Home. Um, it's it's lovely. It really is. What I, one of the things I really like, I think more in this video than the others, if I remember, is, um, you know, uh, you don't see it always, but... There were some shots in Interstellar, um, in Nolan's Interstellar, where the ship was tiny, like you'd have a massive ringed planet, and you actually had to look quite closely, and there'd be this tiny little ship making its way across. Um, and I really like Commander Meek's um, journey to Seoul, that he he's not afraid to really let the camera be way back, and so you have to sort of almost search the image to, to see the trail of the ship. But the, the majesty that it brings with it is is really incredible. 
Um, was he actually able to do that? Because I thought there was a problem where you couldn't get the camera far enough back to get some that's decent... A good question. In space, can, can you do it in space, but just not when you're on the ground? Or or does it, maybe you get somebody else to film it? I don't know. Ah, there, might be a, there um, you go. There might be a ship launch fighter oh, who, at some point. It. That could do it. I don't, do it. I don't know whether it would have the thing oh, underneath, will. maybe. No, no, uh, you, could, you could, you could, yeah, you could do that because it's a 10k uh, range on the thing on a, on the ship launch fighter. So you could take the ship launch fighter out 10k, then move the camera away from the, go to the external camera on the fighter, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then move the camera so you don't see the fighter and get the rest of the shot in. That's how you could do it. Yeah, yeah, that would do it. But anyway, yeah, so, clever, yeah. clever way to do it. Maybe, yeah, there's some lovely cinema in that. Um, oh, I have to shout this out. Um, I, I think we mentioned the trailer, but Spatula 007 is back with his Thunder <laughs> It's a half-hour James Bond movie set in the Elite Dangerous universe. I mean, it's quite a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess how you react to it is dependent on on your feelings on on the sort of the general James Bond kind of themes. <laughs> it's just the name Thunder Dangus. Thunder Dangus. I mean, just the just the title sequence alone, and um, Takoso wrote a, the theme music for it, so it's a full-on proper Bond theme tune with um, all those classic sort of Bond opening credit visuals. It's quite a piece of work. Quite a piece of work. Um, we have a bunch of things, obviously, in the last day, sort of um, on the Titan. The new uh, update eighteen, basically. I'll just r- rattle through these quickly. But um, Foxy Loxy, who we've mentioned a lot on the show before, who, God, it seems only a few months ago was a complete, an absolute beginner at Elite Dangerous. He'd come over from um, Star Citizen and thought he'd give this game a go, and now he's out there with a fully equipped ship, torpedoing Titans. So he's come a long, long way in a short space of time. Um, he brings his usual nice. I think semi-feigned naivety to this, so he's flying around the Titan, asking, you know, what the hell do I do? And but it's nice because mm. um, it makes a change from the pros who go in and know exactly what to do. Talking of pros, <laughs> talking of pros, I think we may touch on this in the main discussion, but um, this is worth a watch. I don't normally recommend videos that are much longer than ten minutes. I suppose just because I don't tend to watch them. Um, but this is a live stream, so it's a good three and a half hours long, but it, it is kind of worth dipping into because it was Commander Mechan, who is, um, you know, AXI Supremo number one, really, um, gives all the great tips on AXI combat. And so his stream was a launch day stream of just trying to figure out as fast as possible what the hell was going on at the Titans in update 18 and how to defeat them. It's it's a thing to behold just for the teamwork. They're, they're such a coordinated bunch and it's... It's really impressive to watch. Um, oh, and yeah, finally on videos, I, I was going to shout out Burr's highlight video today, which is a really good sort of four-minute summary of Update 18 and what we know so far with, with beautiful visuals, as always, from Rini. Um, well worth a watch. And then a couple of things that aren't video-related. Um, Elite Dangerous, the French uh, adventure website, has a brand-new adventure coming out this Friday called The Damocles Hijacking. That sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be excellent. Uh, again, um, I wanted to also shout out, um, I've mentioned DD Copilot before, um, which is this sort of fantastic virtual cockpit assistant, really heavy on um, uh, kind of voice control and, and sort of spoken 
text, some of the best sort of text to speech stuff I've ever heard, but it's it's just jam packed with features. Um, and there is a Patreon and uh, the developer Razafrag has been wanting to do something for the Patreons kind of as an exclusive for a while. So he came up with a new um, exobiology mastery feature, which has been available to patrons for a, uh, a month or so now. I think it's really good. It um, it does things like, um, so it, it sucks data out of the Canon um, site. So it knows right down to the locations of specific samples of exobiology. So when you fly down to a planet, it can literally pop up a guidance computer that points you at sample number one, you know, if you want a real no-brainer to exobiology. You know, there's an argument to say that takes the whole point of exobiology and the exploration aspect out of it. But I mean, Yeah, if you just want to do a roads to riches on exobiology, you can ask ED Copilot to, you know, go and it will direct you to the first planet and when you get to the first planet it will give you a big arrow that points you to the first plant and when you've scanned the first plant it will give you a big arrow that points to the second plant and so on it's but it's got some really good features in it and he's constantly developing it and that so that is coming out of patreon exclusive i was going to say soon but i popped into the discord to ask him when and he's decided to make it live right now um i'm going to say especially for us oh amazing nice you you say turn it into a no-brainer, but after playing and comparing games developed or released at least in 2023, 2020, well, 2023, versus games released and developed in 2010, is it a no-brainer or is it just taking it into modern-day development? What are you trying to say, Ben? Are you trying to say that there are video games I'm trying to say that every game these days down. holds your hand. It's well, like literally, it points it's a good thing. you at it's a good the... Thing. It's a good thing because games are for everybody and some people might struggle. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll be able to turn off those tooltips if you so wish. A lot of games have tooltips that you can turn off if you want to go out on your own and put on your big boy pants and show how much better you think you are than everyone else. But for the other people who struggle, that's why the tooltips are there. And it's not actually the other Um, thing I will say on this, Ben, is that obviously it can only point you at the things that have already been discovered. So if you're going out and proper, I'm doing air quotes, although you can't see yeah. it, proper exobiology um, where you're looking for that first discovery bonus, then this tool ain't going to guide you down to those because it doesn't know where they are. It doesn't know where they are. So, you know. Now, where, I'm, where I'm actually noticing this is comparing Baldur's Gate 3 with uh, Divinity. And BG3 is literally like, okay, or BG3 and Starfield is like literally the, you know, you go here and follow the arrow and have your fight and do your thing and just go where we tell you to go and you'll be okay. And yes, of course, PG3 lets you wander off the beaten track of things. But I was comparing that to what Divinity's doing. And Divinity, I'm like, where the hell do I go? I can see um, a, a thing up there, but that's got nothing to do with anything I'm wanting to do. I'm trying to find these. Yeah, I'm trying to find this. this I'm trying to find this guy over here and trying to investigate this murder. And you've got that bloke over there talking about jumping off a fucking cliff. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? So, you know, whilst I'm bemoaning the fact that these things are holding your hands a lot, I'm really noticing the fact that these other these older games don't do that. And you know, I'm wishing it did. Oh, right. After so, all that, all that it is a case of, oh, I wish the Elite had done that before. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, you're not expecting <laughs> me to be consistent. 
you know, it's like, like it's never expect you to be consistent in no. anything. Then it's fine. No, it's like yeah, you know, but I just really noticed that I it, something that I appreciated in BG three, and oh my god, in Starfield, is blatant and slaps you on the head, and you just you literally just have to follow the arrow to the exact thing. And when it doesn't do that, and you're thinking, well, where the hell am I meant to go and look for this thing? Well, now you, it's just like, what do I do now? Well, now you must know how somebody who's come from Starfield comes to Elite and goes, "Oh God, you help!" <laughs> yeah, like comparing apples and um, strictly pears. Turds. <laughs> I'm not oh, sure which is which in that example. Yeah, um, uh, Starfield is the turd. Fair enough. There we go. Right, glad that's clarified. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, let's steer this. What's this about elite races, uh, Alec? Oh, yes. Last thing in my community news was I, I mentioned it in my, in my intro, but the elite races had their second Winter Olympics event, which was the SRV racing. Um, there were three events there was SRV Cross, which is basically us all zooming around the road tracks inside the city. Uh, Skur came first, Shay Blackwood came second, and I came third hooray nice um, and we did the cross relay where we teamed the fastest with the slowest and the second fastest with the second slowest and so on so shay blackwood and tobias von brandt who's organizing these events came in gold um i partnered up with sulu and we came silver yay and crank larson and walter wall came third and then we did the srv rally which is a 15 kilometer cross country um four pips to engines and fly your way across the, the, the snowy landscape. Um, Skur came first, Shay Blackwood came second, and I came third. Yay! Um, I've thrown a video the link in here. not come first? Sorry? The Skur no, has not come first. Uh, well, he didn't... Oh, he didn't feature in the cross relay because I think he videoed it. No, he's... <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's pretty... I know he's very, very good. Um, he's extremely good. I mean, Skur is the guy who... Um, circumnavigated Pamesh 2C in an SRV and that for me will always stand as the most extraordinary achievement. That is wild actually thought. thinking about it. Yeah, it's nonsense. Yes, it, really it really is quite extraordinary. Um I'm I've thrown a video link in here as well. It's a, a little video I threw together of just one of the events. I, I've sped it up and I've stuck a high you know high NRG soundtrack on it just to give you a feel of what um SRV racing is like with a bunch of people. It's a hoot. And to say next, the next time to put the Benny Hill theme on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've included warts and all, so there's lots of me crashing into barriers and watching Shay Blackwood disappear into the distance when I was so close. Um the next week's event will be on the sixteenth of March. So these are running every three weeks. So um this will be the sixteenth of March. And we are gonna be doing uh the the events haven't been entirely planned out yet. But it's going to be an SRV, an on-foot agility event, including tower climbing and parkour. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> should be good fun. Uh, more about it when uh, close to the time. Can you shoot people while they're doing the course? <laughs> Probably for a laugh at the end. What we tend to do, but certainly with the SRV racing, is um, we've done it a couple of times now. We'll have a we'll have a, a race at the end of the evening where we we basically shoot anything that moves to basically aggro the base so that there's skimmers coming out of small directions and then just race around and around the track and do a sort of last man standing kind of thing which is always good fun um so i'm sure there'll be there'll be stuff like that happening excellent right there we go community news 
Well, if you've got a community event taking place soon and you'd like us to shout about it across the airways, you can always tweet the crew at Lave Radio or email us at info at laveradio.com. So, uh, and then Alec will pick it up and, and uh, add it to the, the list. Um, well, we'll just quickly touch on the in-game events which have been happening this week. Well, um, there's only really been two. Uh, we've got the, the 21st of February. Uh, Winters has paused her inaugural um, ceremony after the Rhea disaster. Now, obviously, this is her um, home planet, which has been absolutely devastated by earthquakes, uh, and including she's lost a lot of family and stuff like that. So she's turned around to the, the Senate and said, is it all right if I sort everything out here for a little while and, I don't know, maybe sometime mid-year we'll, we'll go ahead with the uh, inaugura- inaugura- oh. inauguration? Inauguration. Thanks, the word. Thank you very much. Easy uh, for you to say. No, no, it's more like easy for you to say. Which Exactly. <laughs> the worst thing was, I said it fine first time round. Yeah, never mind. Um, so, yeah. Maybe we're looking... If somebody went off and bombed like the Prime Minister's home the day after the general election, do you think the Prime Minister would actually be allowed not to step in when they're meant to? No. No, no, I don't think they would, but the only issue with that is that they're not relying on a game update. Mm. <laughs> yeah, either either Keir Starm or Ricky Sunak would just say, uh, I don't know, I think I'll just spend the time in checkers. <laughs> The, the absolute wash of like pure devastation that fell through when you said either of those two names. Obviously, I mean, I know what it's like to lose somebody. It completely sucks. And the idea of doing a brand new job, let alone a critical job like that, I just can't fathom it. But yeah, it just got me thinking. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, we're um, the the main reason that this is the case is they're trying to story beat the um, the update. <laughs> unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily mean it's steeped in real realism anymore. Oh, Alec, gra- I've got gravity well on my on my screen. Oh, I had it; it's gone now. Thought you would. <laughs> I was excited. I was excited. I was excited. Good. I was I was excited, and but it's, I, I'm, I'm, it's gone now. Well, um, obviously that was the 21st. Um, the next one was yesterday where it came out with the uh, update 18. It says, target the Titans. Guardian nanite torpedoes have now been released. And that went into a whole load of details about it. So, again, we'll be talking about that um, in the main section. Uh, right. Well, as far as the Thargo War itself, well, the Thargoids are actually really stepping up at the moment. Uh there are currently 48 systems in alert, 28 invasions. There's now 535 controlled systems with 10 in recovery. Now, there's only been one alert and four invasions stopped so far in this, this week. So we're probably looking at almost 600 systems controlled by the Thargoids next week. That means they've doubled their control system in two months. Stop slacking people? No, they've, they've, they've moved some sliders, haven't they? Oh yeah, they, they've moved. Some, I think one of the things they've done is that um, sampling alerts doesn't work as well as it used to. And I don't know about you, but um, I can't solo an Orthrus, so you're going to have to team up to get rid of Orthruses. And I, 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 I think everybody's having too much fun in invasion systems, or whatever they're doing now. I think it's gonna. I think we'll 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 have a better picture 
going like I was going to say going forward then, and I nearly shot myself in the face. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll have a better picture of what the situation is um, when we get the Thug's Day tick. I feel, yeah. um, and then it. People can have their fun now in the next sort of like four days and then come the Thursday tick, we all have a like a better idea of what is where we're sitting with that now. Um yeah. there's probably like some data analyst like chomping at the bit for Thursday. Oh yeah. Mr. Doncaster will be there going with his spreadsheets. They'll, they'll mm. be ready. He'll be ready. I mean, forget Eve. We've we're on a boat. <laughs> Yeah. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a short break and or a long break, actually, and then we'll be back with our main discussion. Are you thinking of suing over missile Python protection insurance? Had an accident in an airlock or slipped in a space station cargo bay and thinking of suing for compensation? Well, don't. I tried to take my ship commander to court for making fertilizer out of my crewmates. Legal fees have left me with nothing. And now I'm hungry all the time. At Watt and Pritney, we take small print very seriously. We have a massive team of lawyers just waiting to block your case and ramp up your legal costs. I wanted a simple, no-win, no-fee arrangement. My case got blown out of the water by Watt and Pritney, and now I have to rent out my arse for hydrogen fuel. At Watt and Pritney, we have a saying, if you don't want a beating, stay out of our court. I was savaged by a wild creature whilst fixing a vending machine. Can't I claim compensation? No, you can't. Because we have a massive team of lawyers and you're just someone who works for a living. What and Britney? Don't even think about it. Have you been affected by Azimuth Biotech's provocation of the Fargoid Menace? At Turner & Fig, we're ready to pursue claims against Azimuth Biotech as part of our class action lawsuit. My son has started worshipping a Thargoid god and keeps bringing home human sacrifices. Am I entitled to compensation? Yes, you are. My daughter was aboard the Bright Sentinel. I keep calling Azimuth to find out where she is, but I always get their voicemail. Thank you for calling Azimuth Biotech. We're sorry, but... Salvation. ...is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. Am I entitled to compensation? Yes, you are. I was selling escape pod occupants into slavery, but now Thargoids keep taking the escape pods instead. Am I entitled to compensation? I suppose so. Thousands, maybe millions of people are due compensation from Azimuth Biotech. Contact us today. Turner and Fig, cleaning out Azimuth Biotech for a huge portion of your compensation. Hey, why you messing around with those other handheld toys? Do people still look at you like you're a little space man with, with a ray gun in your pocket? You want guns? We got guns. How much guns do you need? Kinematic weapons, assault rifles, SMGs, rocket launchers, and even a pistol so your mom can feel safe. We were founded in 3240. We've been maiming people since before you were born. It's been clearly proven that nothing shreds through skin like a kinematic weapon. Conquer all! And welcome back. Well, uh, I guess we better discuss update 18 and, most of all, uh, Titans. So we all had a bit of a bet last week about what we'd hoped for. And I think the one that got closest to it was Ben. I don't believe you. 
What did yeah. Ben say? I can't remember this. Well, he, he said, right, that um, what you've got to do is you will end up attacking the Titans and then, well, kind of go inside it. It will open up something in the Titans and you'll fly inside it. Not technically true, but definitely close to, closer than what uh, what everybody else was was asking. Yeah, do no, no know... red gravity bombs, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, do we know that's actually what's going to happen yet? No, we don't know. No, it, and I don't think it is what's happened. No, but I'm saying it's the closest. He got the closest, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm. Right. So let's let's um, we'll put a warning here. If you haven't seen how this all works, we are going to discuss this in detail. So if you don't want to be spoiled, um, Look come away now. Yeah. Um, come back later, and we'll, we'll talk to you. Yeah, don't bother coming then. back. It's just going to be shit for the rest of the show. In fact, oh, you know what? I've just cut it from here. That'll do. <laughs> Why are you even bothering? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't bother coming back. You're all right. <laughs> we love you, really. Oh, we we. Oh, sorry. No, we found out Too one radio listener. <laughs> we found out one radio listener. So hi to them. Okay, moving on. Right. Well, um, it it uh, for those of you who watched Operation Titanfall, which was the. Uh, uh, the video done by Megan. Um, they went into this with a great deal of detail, and there was a lot of trial and error. But they've managed to work out how how the whole process works so far. Uh, I mean, first of all, um, the heat vents open and close at regular intervals, and when they open, you drop your torpedoes into the heat vents. Yeah, That's... I mean, there's a little targetable heat vent thing that appears yeah. when they open. Actually, little, um, you can target it. Yeah. So when that happens, sort of torpedoes away and hope they just don't impact on the surface. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm confused about this because I thought you had to hit more than one. No. For the rest. You've got to hit five. No, you don't have to hit, no, no, you don't at all. No? No. So I was there this morning in solo because I just I didn't want other people aggroing the, the Titan. And so I was just dabbling around. So no, one missile at an open heat vent will um, trigger the exposure of the core. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the thing is that it doesn't say, it doesn't stay exposed for very long. It's up for like, I mean, I was just trying to get screenshots because I didn't really have any other significant weaponry apart from the the, the torpedoes. So, um, so I was mostly trying to get screenshots and it was quite tricky because the core only stays exposed for, I don't know, I'm going to say five seconds. It's probably a bit longer, maybe 10 seconds. Um, and I believe the deal is that the more heat vents you hit with torpedoes, the more time you get, you get on the exposed core um yeah, yeah i was watching i was watching um when i got home last night i started watching cuppy and barnard and bro sab um doing some um some stuff and it definitely seemed like um i'm gonna call it what it is the lipstick was um sticking out for a bit um a bit longer than five seconds so it yeah, probably yeah, yeah, is to yeah. do with the amount of um, heat sinks and stuff that you use yeah. if you want to see it then you know just just lob a torpedo at one vent and go around the other side of the titan and, and you'll get to see the thing and probably long enough to grab a screenshot but if you want to do any significant damage then i think um i saw i was watching uh ninja space unicorn this afternoon and i think she, uh, she was there by you know in solo i don't know but um it looks. I'm going to try this tomorrow because it looks quite fun. It looks like if you're on a good run, you can you can 
hit about three open vents by yourself in solo. Um, you know, because they only open for a certain amount of time. So you've got to you've got to be quite slick to to torpedo three open heat vents by yourself. But um, it's do it's, that's definitely doable. So you can get yourself a good 20, 30 seconds on the exposed core. I think just in yeah. solo. So uh, yeah, so in the underneath of the the Titan is where the core appears. So the vents are on the top. <laughs> the core comes out its bottom. Uh, so. Yeah, you fly around underneath and then take apart shots. I know that um, uh, Megan, they had two teams. One team was supposed to hammer the the uh, uh, the heat sinks, uh, and as soon as the um, the core was exposed, then uh, the second team would move in and 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 hammer it, while the first team came round so they could do as much damage as possible. Uh, you know. If you do that, can you keep the core constantly exposed? Can you keep hitting heat sinks while it's out and keep it out? I don't believe you can because I feel okay. like I feel like the heat sink rotation or that that thing the heat sinks being open and then closed. I feel like that stops when the lipstick comes out. Right, I see. And then then when it goes back in, that's it. That's the 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 process resetting. Okay, so 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 the point of the two teams is really just to make make that slightly more efficient. That you've got one team, one side of the Titan that can hit the heat vents when it's open, and the other team are already in place to hit the core when it comes out. Yes, yes, it, it, it's quite. Uh, yeah, it, it it's definitely a team effort. I I don't see. Yeah, I mean, when when the thing does retreat back in. <laughs> I am trying to use very ben, it's good language. Going for it. We've lost Ben entirely. It's important that we let we let everybody know that Ben has had to mute because we have lost him. So let's just keep going. <laughs> yes, um, we'll let we'll let him describe it later for all those of you with less sensitive ears. Um, <laughs> now, when when it does retreat back in, is that the the damage reset? It's back to a hundred percent. I don't know. That I don't know. I got that impression that it it did because when I was watching Mechan, they were really proud that they managed to get it down to zero percent in in, in one, one exposure. Goal. Yeah, and okay. when that happened, um, it turned blue, and the pumpkin of death <laughs> came out. Mm-hmm. I think the pumpkin of de- I think the pumpkin happens. Does the pumpkin happen regardless, or is there a particular amount of damage threshold? Because um, I didn't see, um, I didn't see Cuppy, um, uh, Brosab, or um, Barnard get the get it get the um, exerted heatsink down to zero, but the pumpkin appeared every time. Oh, right. did it? Yeah. Oh, because because when I watched this, they um, they they managed to get it down to zero. The pumpkin then all fired off. Uh, oh, and the 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 Titan doesn't like it, does it? No. I, I'm guessing horrible sounds. It hasn't changed. It, it's possible that it's just reacting to a certain amount of damage. Because again, by myself in solo, just taking a screenshot and the odd completely ineffectual pot pot shot at the exposed core, I didn't get the blue shield at all. Um, oh, okay. You know, so so I think you. It, it's like before. I think you have to do a certain amount of damage or aggro on the titan for a certain amount of time to trigger that that blue shield the trigger trigger it's like um uh it's final release 
Yeah. If, if you cool. like. Yeah. I so just to clarify, to go, yes. just to clarify, mm-hmm. the, the steps are as follows. Yep. There's like these special little nubs that we have to make sure that we aim for um, particularly, and that makes it exert itself. And then if you do enough to the important part that exerts itself, you get the full release at the end of that. Just for clarity. Excellent. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. That's the perfect live radio summary. of. Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad. I'm glad that we were able to cover that. Broken yeah. Now as well. yeah, pretty much. Perfect. Um, at the moment, it's, uh, it does seem that there is a bug, which is why, where the core will remain exposed. Um, oh. Yes. So this <laughs> is... for that. And now lots like it. Uh, when this issue occurs, they do ask you to reset the instance because um, you're not going to do any more damage, apparently. Uh, once, it be- once that bug happens and it stays... It- Exposed, it, it's it's locked or something like that. It's an issue they are looking into. Okay, haven't seen that. But pump too much Viagra into it, and it, yeah, it, when you take too much of a tap. Yeah, I mean, I know the 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 Thargoids are biological ships, but this is just almost too biological so far. Listen, <laughs> listen, it's having it's having a lovely time. It's enjoying <laughs> itself. Joking aside, I have to say the core reminds me of an apple core more than anything else. It just looks like. Have you ever seen like a cat's a... penis? <laughs> what? Jesus, does it look like that? Well, yeah. So <laughs> this is why we're calling it the lipstick. Oh, 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 <laughs> because, oh no! Because the ca- a cat's penis oh, comes oh. out, comes oh. out like that. It it sort of like comes out and retracts, and also a cat's penis has got barbs on it. Does it glow bright yellow as well? I mean, that's where the, that's where the comparison falls a little short. I'm not going to lie. Anybody who's who's just popped in from massively or anything like that, who um, this, this is, is your first radio. This is what we do to to leave radio. Um, yes, uh, this, this is what we do. I, I'd also like to apologise to those listeners on um, Colin's post about our 11 year anniversary that that feel the show has gone down recently. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, so originally we brought Psychic into Cam Ben down, but apparently she's worse than the pair listen, of us put together. Listen, I'm only I'm only making observations. <laughs> it's, look, ever since those Thargoid spires came in, everything got a little bit too phallic. <laughs> and I can't help in seeing the comparisons. Well, at least Frontier are trying to retract things now. So the um the, the, our theory, the ongoing theory is that yes. if um, the the only way currently that Frontier were able to fix their financial woes is by having a little bit of a side hustle in sex toys. I can. I think that you're going to be I, coming up with a new advert soon. Be amazing. Be amazing. Oh, I need time to do that, Colin. <laughs> the Titan from Frontier. The Titan. <laughs> Why don't you just record it when you're in court? I bet you it's got good acoustics. Um, well, I mean, that, that uh, I, I struggle to bring electronics into a court. For the judge to record it? No. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Are you too stressed? That's, that's you need not that how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. 
There's even, there's even like, no, I'm not going to say that because, <laughs> because that, like, explaining a, it's a line, it's a line. Exp, explaining what a grind, a grind mat is to you for is about enough. <laughs> I'm sure everybody here has grown up to use Urban Dictionary. <laughs> anyway, oh no. Ooh. Anyway, oh, can I, can I just um. Like actual, um, an actual thing that okay. is a, a proper thing that's not, um, that's not ridiculous is, um, the tight which the which titan is it? I don't know, Taranis, yes, um, where you're pointing out the little, the little gap. There is a little gap now on Taranis, there was a little gap, um, oh, right. earlier. Can you see, like, oh, there was a little tiny gap earlier. It's now an even bigger gap. So for the audio oh. listeners... Um, yes. Yeah. sorry. Because this, this kind of amuses me greatly. If you go to the Thargoid War map, um, there's now a new thing on the uh, on the Titans, which is like a big red ring and then a sort of series of paler concentric rings and then a little sort of blue, I don't know, kind of wave scan thing in the middle. And it tells you the state of the Titan. And so it's got this damage resistance, which goes from maximum to extremely high to something to moderate to whatever. Um, I thought the big red ring was merely a kind of cute um, graphic mm. icon. Um, but somebody has posted a recent update, possibly because of today's quick server hotfix. And there is a tiny little gap in the outer red ring. So I'm I'm just starting to appreciate the progress bar and not just a cute graphic. Could, could that be how cool we're making them? I've what, added what I've added another one to the show notes as well. Oh, okay. Um which is where the gap is now even bigger. Oh, it is. So it is it is oh, doing okay. stuff. They fixed something, I reckon, unless people are really hammering it tonight. It, well, it was a server side fix. Yeah. Do we think it's got to work through all of those concentric circles or just that? I, I don't ring? think so. I think it's the outer ring. Okay. Um I, I don't know whether or not the damage resistant you see, I think the damage resistant is connected to the amount of control systems around the um uh, around the maelstrom. Uh so I mean, Tenaris has been absolutely hammered. It's only just beginning to recover. And this week, it'll be interesting to see what happens to its damage resistance because it's going to gain a whole lot more um, systems. So if that damage resistance goes up, we know that it is connected to the, the amount of control systems and spires that um, a Titan can uh, call on for its defense. And yeah, I think you guys are right. When that goes all the way around to zero, I think that's it. I don't think oh, we're going to have to. Do you think it's in the next circle and then the next circle as well? Could be. I don't know. It depends. It depends. How it does. Unless, and this is quite interesting. How about this? At the moment, we're just hacking away at the outside of this vent. When that's gone. Oh. Something else happens. Step, step two, and then step. I would love three. that. I would so like that. I'd like that. So that means there'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different steps to taking out a titan. And uh. that that might justify a thirty gig update. I think so. Oh I mean, no no no! Hang on, no, okay. Everybody, oh. wind it back in. Okay. We're okay. not going to get our hopes up about something along those lines, but. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I mean, first of all, can I just leap in on that? You know, mm -hmm. 
as we've established, there isn't 30 gigabytes of additional content. I, I'm, I'm so sick of reading this on Twitter and the forums. And, oh, what could this 30 gigabytes be? You know, yeah, there's, I there's, know, I know what you mean. My, my game installer has increased by 300 megs after the install. So let's let's not go looking for 300 gigabytes. No. <laughs> Sorry, not 30 gigabytes no, worth of additional content. I, I, will, I will say this. Um, at the moment, the, the general reaction has been and when I was watching, especially I was watching um, Megan's stream uh, this morning, at the very end they were going, well, is that it? It doesn't feel like the coolest thing that they've ever done. Yeah, I, co- I absolutely and I'm there thinking, yeah. I'm there thinking, there's got to be a lot more to it than just this. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing that's wrong me. You know, the, 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 the mechanics cool and the, and, the, and the sort of exposed mm-hmm. core is an interesting graphic, but it's not very spectacular graphic. And it's, and not- it's definitely it's definitely Odyssey. not the coolest thing that Tom Cool's ever done. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not. It when you think about the spire sites and how the spire sites combine every element. Do you know what I mean? Um, the, oh, the, the spire sites. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got the full sphere to. Re- I don't want to say regress, but to like take that step backwards and make it only a ship thing again feels regressive. Not regressive. Mm. Unsatisfying. Or, Maybe. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yes. Like, 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 like it, we, 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 are, we are sort of like, I, I, even watching it, watching people, people do it, um, uh, this, um, yesterday, and like, I'm kind of the same. Or was, was that it? Mm. What was, yeah. was, was that it? Is, is that the only thing? And especially given Tom Cool's tweet as well. Yeah. Um, I, I do the, find it a bit confusing as well. Like, you know, is the point to get the thing down to zero percent before it retracts, or is or is getting it down to just getting it down to sixty count for anything? Uh, are we just meant to constantly get it down to zero and retract and then repeat? It's it's not clear what we're yeah, supposed I, to do. What you mean with the thing at the moment? I yeah. think any bit of damage helps. Okay, we got. Um, do we have any evidence? We don't have. Okay. I mean, it's very early days, mate. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. um, I, I think, I think if we uh, like revisiting this in a couple of um, weeks, um, revisiting this in a couple of weeks, I think we'll have a few more answers um, and um, be able to have a, a, a better idea of of what's going on. But um, we'll probably have a better idea after Thursday. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I, I tell you what I wouldn't like to see. Okay. What I wouldn't like to see is on Thursday, um, it completely resetting and that that circle being completed oh. again. Oh, that that would be oh, a God. yeah. What did they do? They did that with something else, didn't they? It, it, it put, was like something else with the Thargoid War. It was the jet runs for yeah, yeah for um, you had to get a system sorted within a certain time period, um, and that was their first pass at it. And a couple of weeks later, they changed it so that um, it was a lot easier to do the chevrons because um, the Thargoids were being too good. <laughs> it yeah. was no rollover, wasn't it? That was kind of the thing that really rubbed the community up the wrong way, was all that effort was for nothing if you didn't yeah. get it down to yeah, zero. Yeah, and then they switched it to being like a percentage that you lost. It, it, it regained a little bit of yeah. traction rather than rather then, than all of it. Know, a complete reset, yeah. And, mm. you know... it. Like I said, it was a it, it's a learning experience for them as well because they were trying these new uh, game mechanics and yeah, there was a little bit of a um, 
a bedding in period. The other thing with this is um, it, it is a it is a bit of a, um, it, it's people are doing it because it's a novelty, but there isn't um, the payout from concentrating on the Titan that there is from going and killing some authors, you know. Um, um, Apaphis in chat is just saying that the combat, combat bonds are rubbish. The most he got from it was 10k. Ooh, ow. Yeah, I've, seen, I've noticed that they are. I mean, you know, you, people aren't doing this the money, I assume, but yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of insulting amounts, yeah. really. It's actually a joke. Is Aegis already skin? Is this what we need to establish? Have we spent all Aegis's money? <laughs> The uh, missiles cost like a, a lot. You get a participation bonus of 375, I think. Credits. Yeah, 375 credits, like, <laughs> which is a part participation bonus if you're in there when it gets when it gets shot. Um uh demise of deer saying if you get to it to zero percent, they've heard of a four million payout. Still, that's pretty shit. It is that's not even an that's not even an a cyclops. But like effort to reward, the ratio of effort to reward is pretty unsatisfying. Not even a stratum tectonicus. Uh, yeah, when you think about it, actually, anything like the like getting the Thargoid, um, uh, rescuing the people from the Thargoid ships, that was that had the same thing. The payouts on it was all horrendous. So um, yeah, so it's I think so far it's an impressive. It's an impressive bit. We're just waiting to see what's next. I think people have accepted the fact that there's going to be more. I just, hope there's um, more. Yeah. For frontier's sake, I hope there's more. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's everyone's attitude. To sort of, I like what there is, but I hope there's more to it. Otherwise, people will be a bit... Ugh. So, um, right. I think uh, we'll put a, a pin in this and and watch more of it unfold over the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So, rule on Thursday to see how much of the ring is left. Right. Uh, mostly clueless. Well, this comes from um, the lovely Commander Homburger because I didn't realise this, uh, and I was having real problems getting manufacturing instructions. Uh, for my latest suit upgrade. Uh, however, he recommended that what I need to do is not go to the uh, bulletin boards on Odyssey, but go to the bulletin boards on the ship and select retrieve landmines or similar missions like that uh, from the support uh, section of the board. And um, I was there going, why? And that's because there's skimmer wreckage there. You normally discover uh, the wreckage of uh, an SLV and uh, some skimmers, as well as your landmines, which you can uh, pick up in your um, SLV. Uh, but what I didn't realise was that, well, first of all, it's the first time I've ever seen skimmer wreckage. I'm always used to seeing SLV wreckage. But skimmers, they've got data pads on the very back end of them. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that at all. And those data pads seem to be full of rare data that I've been after. So I went from having six or six manufacturing instructions to three of these missions to having twelve manufacturing instructions. So I was I was well chuffed. Nice. I'm, I'm almost there. So yes, that's. Um, <laughs> 
That's that's my mostly clueless tip. So, um, and also we'll put Commander Homburger him of that wonderful uh, um, exploration guide last week. So, yes, it's always it's it's quite nice. We've been finding some real interesting mostly clueless ones lately. So, yeah, yeah, little things that we didn't know. It's fascinating. Right. Okay, the any other business? We've got the Dex Legacy Season 2. It returns with um, an explosive and thrilling adventure. Interlude 5, Major Problems, that premiered tonight on Live Radio. Uh, you can find further information at thedexlegacy.com, including links to the paperback book, The Dex Legacy Season 1, collected scripts and commentary by Emily Inkpoin, uh, and also the complete Season 2 in HD audio. So, um, we've got our question of the week, which was broadcast just after Chris's show on Black Diamond FM. It went out during Did it go out during oh. Chris's show? It might not have done this week because I um the I I I got so lost. I got so lost doing shit. Anyway. You know, after what you said about the cats, I, I cannot look at lips I can't cat look penis. at lips I can't look at lipstick ever again now. Thanks. What is the lipstick? The way it I don't know why it needed a sound <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm shutting up because I could have been really, really cruel there, but I won't. Right. <laughs> um so the question of the week. Uh this is Chris's Mark Four's problem because he's suggested a new show title. Um anyway, what little fixes would you like to see in the patch notes? Well, we've got um Paul Loader here. Um, I would like to see, unless it's out there already, tutorials on how to use the in-game maps to their fullest. Inara is not reliable. A sneaky drop of some tweak modules better relating to smuggling and piracy, i.e. shielded cargo racks, with the ability to hide ship features from scanning. Uh, those are great suggestions. I didn't yeah. think they'd be in. Yeah, I like the idea of the um, hiding hiding cargo from ship scans. It's quite cute, isn't it? Pull a pull a hand solo and stick, stick it in under the floorboards. Yes, yeah, st- stick your true backer in the, under the floorboards. <laughs> uh, I have a suggestion from Sam Semigreen, who says uh, main man main menu color scheme settings saves downloading an expansion for it. Um, really? Yeah, shit, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, do what? Sorry. Yes, please. I said, "Holy shit, balls!" Oh, I would right. very much, yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much appreciate that, please. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I just use ED HUD mod without thinking these days, so I, I sort of almost forget that. The issue that is, be... it's a it's an accessibility thing, and I, I we're not going to do that. We're not. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be yeah, yeah. that person again. But you know, you know what? Yeah, no, I know. If you've listened to enough live radio, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's the same issue being uh, switching off the flashing. Uh-huh. Uh, um, stuff and when you're doing the uh, the the system scan, you know yeah. the the flashing pulsing light. It, it, I would love there to be a way to switch that off because I know that that causes people headaches and worse. So there's a, there's a bunch of graphical tweaks that can be done. Yes. Uh, anyway, so Pillotropus is saying make better use of time, shorter carrier jumps, not restarting car- the galaxy map process when carrier jump not possible. Magic buttons to take me back to my sh- to ship from station services, or straight to outfitting without all the motions. Uh, scanning nav beacons in supercruise. 
Uh, I'm not going to agree with them a lot. I, them, I, yeah, that's taking away. That's taking away some of the gameplay. Yeah, um, especially the scanning nav beacons and super cruise. That yeah. that the whole point of the nav beacon is if you want your mission objectives, they haven't given you the mission objectives properly. You drop in and scan the nav beacon. I oh. and I, I still think there's the that when you Frankly, were jumping. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, go on. Frankly, I wish that after a frameshift jump, we actually got dumped out at the nav beacon or in normal space if there isn't a nav beacon. And then from there, you would then have to jump out of normal space into frameshift drive to get your full jump. I'd like an option. And like, I'd like the term to be able to, as someone who races, who races to Sage and races to Colonia, mm-hmm. um, I would like the option to be able to do that if I so wished, but not for it to be something all the time. Uh, I, I, I if you made a, a, a dedicated module that you had to buy that had its own set of ben- pros and cons. I would have preferred it that if there is a nav beacon there, then you dropped out. If there isn't a mad nav beacon there then it carries on as it is also turn that off if you don't want to be able to don't want to use it again for reasons of yeah not i think, wanting dropping, to use it every I think time. being forced to drop at the nav beacon and back to normal space on every jump would get i'm thinking oh, about buckyball races i'm not even thinking about that i'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking, thinking about, about that. you're doing 20 jumps to get out to guardian space or something and every jump is 45 seconds or something at the moment you're gonna double that at least yeah like, oh god that sounds like a you problem. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. well, let, let's give if if that is something that you that you want to happen, uh, make it tog, toggle blah, 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 that. Uh, yeah, I'd make it toggle blah, 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 yep. via via the appropriate frameshift drive. Sure. Rather than as an option, but yeah, I'd, sure. I'd, I'd be all right with that. Right. Sure. Okay, then. Silas Resi says, um, being able to see what control is bound to your buttons by pressing them in the control menu rather than having to search the whole thing. That <laughs> is genius. <laughs> As someone who is going through um, controller hell at the moment, just getting everything set up, I still haven't got my um, my external camera working right. I, I, I don't know where all the buttons are. <laughs> yeah, Same. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's doing my nothing. And the worst thing was when I logged in after the first time after it said update to eighteen, the controller wasn't working, and in a panic, I went straight through to the controls, and it said mouse and keyboard, and I was going, "What the blazes?" I thought I'd lost everything. What, had your joystick not been plugged in or something? Let me finish. Let me finish. It had just reset the menu option to um, mouse and keyboard. When I went down and selected custom, all my control bindings were back. Right. Colin, can I bring up a mostly clueless thing, actually, then? Okay. Right. You know that you can save your custom bindings by giving it a different name and then editing the XML. So the oh, yeah, name... I know that. Okay. I know, I know do that. that. Do that. Give oh, it a meaningful goodness. name. Goodness and then, you, and then save it somewhere. Oh, Did for goodness sake, Ben. That's how you back up the stuff. I, I, I know up. this. Jeez. Well, that's why I'm worried that you're calling everything custom. No, it just says custom in the drop down. Okay, can... if you change the XML, it'll give it a proper name. Oh, uh, right. Fine. Yeah, yeah edit the My... line one of the XML. Oh, that's right. 
Right. Well, my point was that it was when I first logged in, it came up as mouse and keyboard. I thought I'd lost everything, but it wasn't because it was still yeah. under the yeah, custom no, that's a good tip. I have heard people losing it and getting it back this way. Yeah. How would this suggestion by Silas Resi work? I'm really, I'm just thinking it, but you could, you could almost just, I suppose you could go in, you go into some special mode in either in the binding screen or just by doing something in the menu. And then when you press a button, it tells you all the things that are bound to that like, like a search option. Yeah. Like a yeah, search cool. option where you press that button option. and then it and just it brings takes up. you to the binding. Yeah. Well, yeah and cool, fil- make the bindings filterable as well. You know, yes. Let me look for rotate or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Or... I love I love that. I love that. Yeah. I think that's spectacular. And yeah. also, and also on the back of that, on like the camera suite, yeah. when you're fixing the and binding for the camera suite, maybe a little tiny bit of a visual aid so you know exactly mm. which control you're controlling. Because <laughs> sometimes sometimes all of the words seem to say mean the same thing and then I forget yes. which ones I I've done before. Mean. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like oh, a little God, visual yes. aid where you're like, okay, so it, changing these buttons means that the camera's going to move in this direction if you're using it. That would be very useful. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's, here's another one. Um, happy Moon Monkey. Uh, the galaxy map not exiting when failing to plot a carrier jump. Uh, and also a super cruise assist button, please. I thought that was actually in the in the the fixed notes this time where the carrier jump did that. It it might do. It might do. This was um answered um before the patch notes came in. We asked this question on Sunday. Um it, some people answered before the patch notes. That's fine. So, so if some people have got it spot on, yay. Happy room monkey that'd be cool. Uh I've got Sophia who says um apart from putting the camera on a longer leash, yes please. Which mm-hmm. will never happen. Boo. Why not? Could happen. Surely. Surely it could happen. Uh, keeping apply filter to root checked. I think I'm very close to developing muscle memory for re-enabling it every time I open the game. Yeah. Again, I think this one is fixed as well. Was it? Yeah. 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 It's in the show that, notes. That one that one was definitely um definitely answered on Sunday as well. That one came in. Brilliant. So, Boo! That was a so, DJ noise. <laughs> so Epiphus is saying fixes for missions bugging out in teams. Yeah, agree there. Mm-hmm. Uh, stability improvements for physical multi-crew so shipmates don't get left behind or disconnected. Well, I didn't know that was an issue, but yeah, okay. They think they've been left behind or disconnected. They've just been chucked mm-hmm. out from the people they don't like. Uh, did we not just talk about the longer range camera suite? Yeah, yep. we did. Yeah, yes, we did. I thought we did. Um, so yeah, I do I do pay attention to you a lot. Amazing, Ben. <laughs> Today I learned that you actually pay attention to what other people are saying. <laughs> and and yeah, uh, VR bug fixes. We got yes, some. Ag- we got some. Ag- agree agree there as well. General performance improvements. We got them too. We got Holy them too. NPCs uh, to have the same rules as commanders in stations. Oh my fucking god, yes. <laughs> no more. Dolphin, not dolphins. Um, orcas, orcas, just sitting in the pad, blocking it for ten years. Please, for the love of all goings holy, yes. Um, fleet carrier fuel transfer from cargo hold. We can but dream. Yes. Yeah. Buying and I mean, selling. If, if oh. they're changing slowdown to gravity, well, then anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've lost it now. Buying and selling was something. 
buying and selling of ship engineering materials like we have in foot. Yes, Hell please. yes. Hell yes. It's almost like it's two games. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> being able to store multiple plant samples whilst doing bioscans. Oh yes, please. Oh god, yes. Oh, I'm kind of, all, of all the most wanted yeah. drugs. Yeah. Um, DSS data to be available at ground level so that I know if I'm going the right way to find the last sample. Yes! Or... Yes. <laughs> all um, of those. I'll do all that stuff without having to go up into orbit. Amazing. Sentence. Yes. Hell yes to all of that. All, all of, of that. those. All of those really little, tiny, tiny little bug fixes that work uh, that work really well and fit the question incredibly nicely. Well done, Epaphis. Proud of you. Um, as a, well done as... to Frontier, though, for fixing a load of them as well. <laughs> yeah, true. As a direct contrast to that, as far as asking for small bug fixes and tiny quality of life in, um, it, um, improvements, Errol, in a stunning case of not understanding the question, has asked for more realistic spatial representations like letting black holes be ominous, which I think is a little bit more than a small I, bug fix. If I'm I honest. would love that. I would love it. <laughs> It just fly actually. You just fly through a black hole, don't you? You don't. Yeah. It doesn't actually have any effect on you. It's not an exclusion zone. You just drop yeah. out, don't you? you? Can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not dangerous. Just yeah, bump into but... it. You just boop. Right. Just well, boop. Com- yeah. Just boop. <laughs> Commander Tobias von Brandt. I'm, I'm hoping I got that one right. Uh, NPC spawn bug, where there are multiple commanders in an installation, um, i.e. NPC spawn for every commander in the instance. Brackets, yikes. I know there are lots more. Uh, that was the first that one came into mind. <laughs> did that actually happen with us when we did do those missions, Ben? Because I thought it was the same amount of people. I'm not sure, to be honest. Um... I, have, I have seen it. Anyway. Yeah, okay. I, I, I I thought it was like 10 people and you get 10 people, not 10 per person or something. Mm. Anywho, Commander Schnails says, um, I believe there's a bug that causes night vision. <laughs> Why did somebody <laughs> give this to me? <laughs> you bastards. I'm a rascal. <laughs> I believe there's a bug that causes night vision mode to restore the HUD display, even if you have a broken canopy. Rumor has it that someone reported it as an issue. <laughs> There was more yes. to that in the in the Discord. In the Discord, just to clarify, um, there was more to that in the Discord. There was a full conversation around it. Um, that was um uh uh Tobias replied, Do you want that fixed though? To which Commander Snails then said back, Now isn't that just a dilemma? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Sadly not. Was a way to just, I, I, I can only, turn I can it only off, hope you know? for update 19. <laughs> ben? Oh my gosh. Um, so Commander, uh, yeah, Commander Terakov is saying multiple fixes to bugs affecting filtering and routing in the galaxy map. Yeah, yep. I'm going to agree with this. Um, apply filter to routes going AWOL on filters. I think that's the one that he was talking about that might have been fixed. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, reading, reading what I think he's saying there, I think that's been fixed. Uh, I'm trying to get my mouse working as well while I'm talking. There we go. Uh, controls from root settings dialog not getting taken into account immediately after the game load. Um, this is causing some over length jumps being plotted. I, I didn't realize that was the case. I have to admit there. Uh, jet combos being assumed when plotting a neutron star. Yes. Jesus, yes. No. Um, yes. Well, well, when you plot that from a neutron, does it always assume that you're doing the jet, jet it, combo boost? 
Yes. That, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you start yeah. in the jet current system, you Ooh, mean... Oh, did I learn? Yeah. Um, yeah. Filters ignored when plotting some sub-targets in systems. These bugs rarely make the tracker as common as they are. Um, most players are used to working around them or think, simply thinking it's their own error. I've certainly assisted a fair number of commanders who have run out because of the apply filter to root issue. Mm, that yes. does not surprise me at all. When does that reset when you relog? Um, it used yeah. to. If, I normally had it when I switched accounts. I had to make right. sure that uh, mm. because um, on my account, uh, on my machine rather, it uses the settings, the same settings between all three accounts. It seems to share them. So my filters, if I'm playing Power Play, when I log into my normal commander, I'll find the Galaxy Maps in Power Play mode. <laughs> drives me nuts. Um, Lexi Orchard is um, living their best life and says that oddly they can't think of a bug. Wow, I really am one of those players that just wants more features. Wait, is Power Play a bug? <laughs> Technically, wait, they came to be fixing that. Uh, Lexi's living their best life and they've never come across a bug in Nelly at all, which is incredible. <laughs> Bugless game, perfect game for Lexi. Well done, Lexi. <laughs> Amazing. You're the one who it works for. You win. Little begin. Um, he says, uh, I'd love to see an in-game neutron plotter, like Spanish, etc. Mm. Uh, maybe you can only do it from stations or fleet carriers. Is that in basically you want to work out the um like the neutron plot- highway to yeah a proper, like a Spanish neutron plotter ah, but okay. have it actually in game rather than like anything a lot of the time it uh, I feel like half of, of half things. of the battle is we love uh, Frontier love the love the third party tools we love using the third party tools but wouldn't it be great if they were all in game yeah yes yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I guess the root plot is sort of already capable of opportunistically using white drops and neutrons that are sort yeah. of on your current route. It's just a bit shit in comparison to... <laughs> yeah, it's the same. Go out of your way to yeah. find the neutrons, please. Yeah, so we have... Um, the last two were mine and Alex's responses. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Alec might have cheated. <laughs> Mine was silly. It was after the patch notes. Yeah. I hadn't even seen the question of the week, and I wrote, I'd love to see that slowdown message replaced by something more... Ab- oh, never mind. Oops. <laughs> it was so, my uh, little joke. My little joke, that was. It was. It was. It was getting <laughs> funny. I did, I did a laugh when I read it. It was really <laughs> useful because I was, I, I was dreading shit happening. So that was nice. Um, I said um, I, would, I would like the Galaxy map to be more reliable and not just get stuck following my mouse. I don't know if you've ever had that problem where I go, I yeah. go to click on something in the Galaxy map and it's just, the Galaxy map is just moving around my mouse. And then it freezes. The just the galaxy map is a bit shit for me. Like the rest of Elite, just crashes other stuff on my computer, like OBS. Um, that's just frustrating. So maybe just like general performance improvements for me. And I, I would also love Elite to not crash OBS multiple times a stream. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's really localized to whatever the fuck I've done with my PC to make only Elite, (laughs) only Elite crash OBS. Everything else works fine. I must admit that uh, my. When I'm streaming, I mean, obviously, no many is nowhere near as many hours as yours. Not had a problem with that at yeah. all. Yeah, I thought I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, but 
Yeah, Touchwood, I've been... It's a, definitely not time for a format. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, thanks to everybody who's contributed to the question of the week. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, we will obviously put a, a new one up next Sunday. Um, after, about around after. 2 o'clock, which is around the time that Chris Mark IV's Black Diamond FM show finishes, um, which is on blackdiamondfm.com slash listen live from 12 till 2. It should really be from 12 till 3, but he's too scared to do the extra hour. <laughs> no, he's not scared. He's lazy. Yeah, yeah. He's like... <laughs> It's too late. I'm gonna get in too much trouble for that. Um, but he should, yeah. Go and go and listen to that because it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, we can see these things because he's not doing the tech tonight. So. <laughs> I I'd say if he was doing the tech, <laughs> but yeah, around two o'clock on a um uh, between twelve and two on a Sunday, I'll put the um the thingy up. Right. Well, we'll just quickly do our shout-outs then. Um, our sister station had an orbital radio. It broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv Hutton Orbital Truckers. Or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. Uh, for the descending commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash CQC. All one word. Uh, we're giving shout-outs to the other Elite Dangerous podcasts. Uh, that would be the Guard Frequency, who do other space games as well. And there's also the wonderful Loose Screws over there in, in uh, Yankland. Uh, and also there's the Elite Dangerous do their own podcast as well, if you can speak French. I just let the funky music do the talking. <laughs> Um, following this, we have the latest Garnet News Digest, as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejuice. Uh, and we'd best thanks. Uh, we'd best thank all those who have chipped in at the Twitch chat and uh, the in-game commanders that we've had have, uh, as according to Chris Mark Four, has been Commander Real Merle, Finn McRaven, and Soccer Forty Two. Uh, so special thanks also go to Commander Tokuso, JN Tracks, and Alan Stroud, who has created music that we use on the show. Now that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can find all the contact links in the home slash contact us menu of the laveradio.com website. Do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Uh, Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at half eight and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Alec Turner. Thanks, Colin, and good night all. Scab! Bastards. Wow. Cheers. Right. Thanks to Ben Moss Woodward. Thanks all. Love y'all. Thanks to Commander Psychic. Something, something, something penis joke. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, really. Penises. Something like they've got barbs on. I don't know. I'll include a picture. (laughs) Well, don't press no! (laughs) I'm going to tweet a picture of a cat dick. I don't, I don't know. Not from the Lave account. I might do it from the Lave account. Phenomenal power. Uh, um, and special thanks with worries and, and worried sympathy to today's tech specialist, the Chris Mark V. I press the buttons and the sounds happen. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so until next time commanders fly safe and if you can't do that just ignore any photos from Psychic. right bye <laughs>
safe one. News update, 27th of February, 3310. Thargoid Titan Tyrannis appears to have attracted the majority of attention from commanders using the new Nanite torpedoes, according to its status as reported by Universal Cartographics. Unlike all the other Titans, its damage resistance has quickly dropped to moderate, indicating that it may soon become critically damaged and either forced to withdraw or possibly even be destroyed completely. The method of attack seems to be relatively straightforward. Commanders must use the nanite torpedoes to attack the ring of heat vents on the Titan's upper surface. It's easy to see which have been damaged by the blue smoke billowing out of them. This forces the Titan to expose its heat core, which comes out of the central port on the undersurface of the Titan. This port is the central feature of the ancient Thargoid imprint sites, the ones with the so-called map rooms inside. So we have some idea what the interior of that part of the Titan probably looks like. The exposed heat core is vulnerable to all normal weapons and should be attacked quickly while it remains exposed. If its health drops to zero, the Titan initiates a self-healing cycle, which is similar in concept to the reboot repair option in human spaceships. However, each time it repairs itself, the Titan gets a little weaker, leading to some hope that with enough concerted effort, Titan Tyrannus, the first of the Titans to arrive in human space back in November 3308, might finally be defeated this week. If so, then it seems possible that the remaining seven Titans and their associated Thargoids might vanish from human space by as early as mid-April. Aegis has yet to comment. <laughs> 